What is up, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages? It is a special day. <laughs> Very special day. Right here at the Tour 12 Podcast. We're diving off into Leadership Session 5, I believe, and it's actually part two um, of communication. And today, I've asked my good buddy, Cody, the producer man. Cody, you're so much more than just a producer man, though. But my, my son calls me the producer man. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. Cody's son's a diehard podcast fan. But... In reference to the podcast, you are the producer, man. You're Try to get th- it done. You're a lot of other things, too. but That's funny. I do like you as a producer, man. You made the show way better than <laughs> whenever Heath, the producer, man, was trying to do it. It was, it was all over the map. Brandon would be like, what the crap was that? Like, Why'd that sound like that? And the other one sound like that. Because <laughs> Heath was producing it. That's why. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this topic today. We're diving off into part two of communication and we're gonna have some fun today we're gonna be talking about nonverbals on a podcast you can't see on the podcast <laughs> you can't see and uh, before we get into that though I, I was telling cody right before we started i was reading through some of the reviews and i always love reviews just to see what people are thinking about the show had a guy recently on actually not too long ago march 18th um adrian jones he said this y'all started following me on instagram so i gave y'all a show a listen well, I didn't realize how much of an impact the show was about to make on my life. I'm 23 years old, and I'm a mechanic at a Ford dealership, and I thought I was pretty happy. I was wrong, though. Through the show, I realized I wasn't. As I recently started my own pressure washing business called Dixie Pressure Washers. No, it's not in the hunting industry, but dang, it gets me outdoors and doing something I love. Thank you all for making this podcast. It's helped me tremendously. And God bless y'all. I thought that's pretty cool. I love it that he said, dang, it gets me outside. Yeah, because a lot of people think like we're talking business and you're talking about like we talk really big sometimes. Yeah. Like things we're talking about some multi-jillion dollar operation. Uh-huh. And you got a guy that's just going out there and doing something. Yeah. And starting a pressure washing business is awesome, man. Mm-hmm, I love so, it. I like reviews, man. I say that to say, give us some more reviews, people. We need your reviews. It inspires us to keep going. And um, I'm hoping that these sessions can help us all grow and be more effective in whatever we're doing in life with business or life or family or whatever. And so today we're bouncing off of our last leadership session. The last session we did talk about communication and I believe how it is the single greatest skill that one can acquire. Mm -hmm. It can affect you in so many positive ways. And so today we're going to jump into the nonverbal side of that, Cody. Very excited. You give me that. some nonverbal sometimes, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Do I really? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I had you for a minute. I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill, so I'm <laughs> kind of confused by that. <laughs> I, it is funny on phone calls, though. I will say this. This is... Um, this is not anything to do with nonverbal because it's phone call. But my wife was talking. She called you about something the other day. She goes, I'm not sure if he was in a good mood or what. I couldn't get a read on him. I'm like, what? She was like, he was just like really calm. I'm like, that's Cody. Like, <laughs> unless he's talking about something he's really fired up about. He's just calm, laid back. I, I'm like that because of my wife. She. Um, yeah, she's the definition oh of chill. Goodness. Yeah. Very, very hard to read her, even with nonverbal cues. <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell. You know, we try to keep these leadership sessions to 20, 21 minutes. Yeah. That ain't happening today. Oh, we, we can do it. We hadn't even got off into the topic of We've conversation We've got 17 yet. minutes, Heath. <laughs> no, we have not even. We can try, though. So we're going to dive off into nonverbals. And this is, um, this is a fun topic to discuss, I believe. I, I don't think a lot of people think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... 
just from being a part of communication. That's why I wanted you on here too. Cody's got a great background in communication for many years. Um, most most recently, probably with public speaking, and still do a lot of public speaking as well as I do. And so we might have a little more um, experience from a public speaking standpoint, but there's a lot of similarities in what we do from a public speaking standpoint to just everyday life and mm-hmm. operating with people in business and meetings. And um, it affects us in so many ways. And so we're going to dive off into some of this today. And I'm going to just mention several forms of it. And you can see how this applies. Um, and, and think about these as we go through them. Like, what does this look like for me personally? Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know for me, I, I immediately look at these and I think about my wife or somebody else. Mm, they need to work on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But today, this is for us to look at it into a little bit of self-reflection. And we're going to we're gonna talk about several things. One's going to be body language. We're not going to go through extensive detail on all of these. We're just going to mention them. Um, we're going to talk about body language. We're going to talk about proximity and artifacts. Those are two areas of nonverbals that sometimes we don't think of. I think when I don't know about you, Cody, when I think about nonverbals, I first think about typically body language. That's the first thing that comes mm-hmm. to mind. We're talking about eyes and eye contact, facial expressions, right. all those types of things. Um, but we're going to look at a couple other things with with artifacts, meaning um, our space that we operate in, our vehicles, our garage. <laughs> <laughs> those are all communicating something. Um, and so we're going to dive off into that right now. So. Are you ready, Cody Barry? I'm ready to go. Let's just start with body language. Okay. So body language. This is really interesting, um, particularly because it communicates a ton. Everywhere you go, you can just look at people and they're not talking and the way they carry themselves says something about who they are, what they're doing. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. I actually wrote down, can you hear what isn't being said? (laughs) I believe you can. Sometimes you can hear it loud and clear, oh, absolutely. but then other times you you don't got a you don't have a clue what they're what they're saying, right? Without saying anything, yeah. right? So when you think of body language, like my mind, I, I think about people crossing their arms in the middle of a conversation. I once uh, we we led an organization that had a couple hundred volunteers and just a few staff members, and we were because of that we were really busy, and I always had my phone on me. And so my body language to my staff people was I got other things going on and they told me about it. They let me know. And so I think about stuff like that, crossing your arms, having other things going on while you're trying to commute, uh, communicate to somebody else. What are some other types of body language that that you're talking about here? Well, I mean, for me, the first thing I, I naturally work from the top down. <laughs> So I start with the head and the face. Okay. Like, um, because just your your the per, your personality, your the DNA of who you are starts right there to me with okay. your face, your facial expressions, and and it can either intimidate a room or it can lighten the room. You know, when you walk in, based on what your face is doing. Now, if you got a giant beard, we may not know what your face is doing. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. But the reality is it, I know just from a, let's go from a public speaking standpoint. That's where we have a lot of background experience. I know if I walk on a stage with a smile on my face versus um, a serious look on my face, the crowd can feel that. Oh yeah. And if it's a serious look, they don't know where I'm about to go. Right. Sometimes I'll do that on purpose if I'm about to talk about something serious. But more times than not, when I first walk out, I'm grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> One, because I'm probably laughing that I'm even on a stage to begin with. <laughs> and uh, they say the Lord works in mysterious ways, you know. Yeah. But but the other reason is because I intentionally want to kind of let people's guards down. 
in, in the room non-verbally right you know, rather that's through my facial expressions it could be through dress mm-hmm. um those are other things that we can dive off into and talk about is dress code and and we have a really fluctuating dress code at south face media <laughs> yeah right now heath is in uh shorts and flip-flops and well, I don't even have shoes on. And I'm laid back in a recliner <laughs> while we're talking about this subject. Yeah. But we come from a creative background. We can get away with long hair and headbands and flip-flops. And then I like to wear flip-flops and socks myself. <laughs> I don't know who else can pull that off like we can because we're creative. You can get away with a lot. But, and on the flip side of that, um, when we're in a creative environment, it really doesn't matter what we, we wear. We realize that. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, if we go into – um, a serious meeting or if I'm going into a um, somewhere teaching leadership or walking into a marriage retreat or um, I will definitely dress accordingly, you know, and that could be from the style of clothing, whether it's a little dressed up or if it's casual or even down to the details of color of clothing off, often depending on what type of meeting I'm going into. I know if I'm going into a meeting to discuss um, a proposal for South Face Media, um, I will dress accordingly and I may dress in a nicer shirt or something that resembles confidence because mm-hmm. I am very confident in what we bring to the table and I know how it can affect a business. So those are nonverbal forms. If I, if I roll up into, I've had some, I've got funny stories about this that I'm not going to talk about right now. <laughs> I just had one pop in my mind, but, um, man, it's really funny too. Cause I remember getting caught off guard one time. I'll lead into it without telling it. Can I do that? I think you'll have some very sad listeners. Okay, then I won't even go there because we have like probably 12 minutes left. (laughs) Okay, I won't even go there. But I did get caught in a very weird situation with flip-flops and I wasn't prepared, which is going to be one of our points here in the minute, being prepared for the occasion, right? Right. But you can, can, when it comes to dress, uh, facial expressions, your your non-verbals can dramatically hurt you Mm -hmm. if you're not planning accordingly, depending Mm -hmm. on what type of meeting you're going into. Absolutely. And so I think we have to think about those things when, you know, when it comes to life and business, especially if like if you're somebody that's in a sales position or you're trying to grow a brand, nonverbals are huge. Yeah. Like when it comes to people being able to trust you and and feel without you saying a word, feel like they can initially right off the bat. It's important if you walk into that thing and and you're completely mad looking or frustrated <laughs> they're gonna be like i don't know how long i want to sit in this meeting right you know or i know right off i know sometimes i feel like i'm a fairly good judge of people there are people i, I i've been in meetings with and i know immediately i'm like i don't know if this is gonna work yeah you know we even talk about that with clientele sometimes um people we, we always say we don't want all the work we want the right work and what I mean by that is I want to be associated with in business with people that not just think like we do, not necessarily that, but um, we kind of have, I don't know, in our background world, we might call it kindred spirits or something like that. That's a deep, really deep, awkward, weird word. <laughs> we know what we mean. What we mean yeah. by that is we, we jive, we get along. Right. That it's not going to be some awkward relationship for the future mm-hmm. that's going to cause us a lot of problems. Them problems or us problems. We don't right. want to do that. So, um you can set the tone of if that's going to work sometimes right off the bat, you know, without ever saying, anything. without ever saying a word, just yep. by rolling in, I've got a meeting coming up and I know right now, if I roll up in that meeting in flip flops and my hair going everywhere, they're going to be like one of two things. They're going to be like, 
this guy, he's an innovator. <laughs> <laughs> or they're going to be like, eh, I don't know about this. This, <laughs> this is probably not a good idea. Did he probably... even brush his teeth this morning? <laughs> exactly. You know, like... There's a nonverbal. Yeah, for sure. We'll get to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of different forms of it. Um, anything else on that as far as when it comes to body language? Well, I think just people just have to remember that you're communicating before you ever say a word. Everywhere you go. I had a, um English teacher in high school, she said, presentation is everything. And so everywhere I've gone, I've tried to make sure that um, in my life, I, I have a strong presentation on the outside everywhere I go, you know, yeah. just because I'm communicating the moment I walk in a room with the people that I'm trying to communicate to. So your body language matters. Yeah, it really does. I don't know that you can, you know, they say last time I looked, it's been a while since I looked, but they used to say the average attention span of someone was eight seconds, that they're already thinking about something else. Oh, man. In eight seconds. That means everybody's listening right now has thought about a lot of different things. Oh, in the yeah. First 10 minutes. And so. I don't know that you can necessarily win somebody over. We talk about first impressions. I don't know that you can win somebody over. This is just me talking out loud here. This is not in the notes by any means. But I don't know if you can win somebody over in the first 8, 10, 15 seconds. But I do believe you can lose them in the first 8 or 10 seconds. You know, it's going to take some time to build a relationship and learn if this is a type of person you want to work with or or marry someday or whatever. But right. you can sure start off on the wrong foot. Oh, yeah. Non-verbally. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it's a big deal. And I'll, I'll even say this when it comes to body language. This is something I know a lot of people don't think about. I've been, me and my son have been talking about this a lot lately. It was none of us represent just ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we represent our family. We may represent a business or an athletic program or another coach or whatever, or school. We all represent so much more, you know. And so right. I think those are even important things to keep in mind when um, you're considering nonverbals, depending on what environment you're in, you know, realizing that everything you do represents someone else. Right. It can help you at least with if you're going to wear flip-flops or not going into the, <laughs> going into the, <laughs> the meeting. meeting or whatever. So <laughs> That's funny. Let's talk about, um, this is one I jotted down that a lot of times we don't think about, but proximity, personal space. It's really, it's a form of nonverbal communication. Oh, yeah. Um, We've all had that person who are really excited about the conversation, you know, so excited that. Let me throw a couple people under the bus real quick. (laughs) Okay. I immediately think about my good buddy, Matt Cow in Illinois. (laughs) Matt, Matt. I know you're listening to this at some point. But here's why this is so funny. I think he does this to be funny because we all, at least most people on this podcast have heard Aaron Keller before. Yeah. Who works with Big and Jay and Swagger. He is like the non, like he has personal space. You don't invade it. Yeah. Dude, Matt will roll up in the ATA show or wherever and he's a hugger. <laughs> I'm a hugger too, but I know my environments. Yeah. <laughs> You don't hug at ATA. ATA show and Aaron <laughs> Keller ain't this place. So I think Matt does it out of just good humor and laughing and fun yeah, now. Sure. But um, I think it's important to think about that kind of stuff and yeah. and knowing what else could we what could, what else could we talk about when it comes to proximity? How close? How far? Oh, I don't know. There's <laughs> I don't know the answer to that because <laughs> oh man. I know hugging's not the right thing in most situations. My wife's not a hugger, and so she'll shut down. I think it's different geographically too, though. Like, oh yeah. Like, because I know I'm more people than than not. I would say at least where we're at, I feel like our huggers. Like, yeah. I mean, I think about 
I go back to my son again, but his girlfriend and family now, like we, I've known them right around a year now, and, and dude, they hug like we're all. I don't know if that's an Arkansas <laughs> thing or what. Yeah, but it's just a, it's just, it's just a sign of caring. I think it's their nonverbal way of showing they care and that that people matter. You know, right? But in other places, I was in New York not too long ago. There wasn't a whole lot of people just running around hugging. Yeah, you know. That, did, that didn't know each other. Right. right. And so um, it is a form of nonverbal communication, though. It, it communicates something about you. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I think you have to think about the other person in that. Yeah. You know, you might be, we keep saying hugger, but <laughs> you might be a hugger or you might be that person that wants to be, like, so engaged in the conversation that you like to get really close to their face. When I lived in Ohio, there was a dude that every other word was my name and he was always right in my face. And it annoyed me to the point where I didn't <laughs> want to talk to him unless yeah. I was on the phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, you know, that may be your personality, but I think you have to know the people that you're talking to. And, um, that kind of goes along, like you said, with, you know, your, your son's, uh, girlfriend's family, they kind of know you guys now, but right. I bet when they first met you, they didn't do that. Uh, it's pretty quick. <laughs> pretty quick it was quicker than i was anticipating yeah. i'll say that so from my standpoint i didn't catch it awkward because i come from a lot of church background so i'm used to it yeah but had they not known that i don't know if they would have or not you yeah know? i mean it, it could have i guess i'm saying it could have caught me really off guard mm -hmm. because they didn't think about that mm -hmm. like if i would have <laughs> if i would have been Aaron, <laughs> yeah and somebody rolled in he'd be like uh that's weird yeah see you get, get away from <laughs> Get on out of here. Yeah, I on. did some sales training one time, and it was like door-to-door, -door, knocking on doors type training. Oh, yeah? And they, they actually trained us to knock on the door and step to the back of the porch, like really? away from the door, because it wasn't intimidating. You know, it was a nonverbal communication that yeah. said, hey, we want to give you the space that you need to accept us kind of yeah. thing. You yeah. Know? I think there's even another level of that with proximity of, of your posture within that proximity. Yeah. Do you stand in a conversation closed off and not necessarily arms folded that's part of it but well i mean if you think about it that is a closed off posture yeah you know or do you stand to the side yeah. slightly open it's yeah. almost like where your airwaves can get out yeah it's not so i i, I tend to do that both i guess it depends on who i'm talking to because mm -hmm. um, the last thing you want to do is create an awkward feeling for them correct so i think what we're getting at is it's probably important to not just think about yourself in that moment but to Think about what could cause something to be awkward for them. Right. You know, if I do get a little, I don't, I don't know about me. I don't, I'm not a big get in your face guy. Like right. I need, what's your, what's your space? Is it three feet, two feet? Me? Um, I, yeah, I mean, two or three feet, I'm fine. You man. have this undetermined yeah. halo around yeah, you? Yeah, I've got a notepad in my back pocket that says if they get within <laughs> 16 inches, slap them and Throat leave. punch. Throat punch. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it just it varies per situation, kind of like we've already said. You know, when we're in our, um, our church environment, that's a different environment than yeah. when we go to a business. You know, like when we go out on a trip to film somebody, like we're – we might be in their face with a camera, but when the camera's off, we're not necessarily in their face, you know, right. just because it's a different environment. So, and we'll, we'll talk about practical things in a minute, but I think you kind of have to know that stuff and then um, be mindful of it before you ever get there. Yeah, for sure. So we've mentioned a little bit on body language proximity. Here's another one that we don't talk about a lot. And it's, I just wrote down artifacts, meaning it's another form of nonverbal and what does your space communicate without saying anything? So your space could be your office. It could be your home. 
it could be your vehicle. It could be your garage. It could mm-hmm. be, I don't know. For some of you guys, it may be your deer stand. <laughs> if you've got a big all seasons or a whatever, you've got some massive, it may be an absolute wreck. I don't know. But it, it communicates something. I don't know that it's necessarily good or bad. I was telling you before you come over here, I was thinking about my garage. So there's about half, there's, we got a three bay garage, two bays of it, or there, there's plenty of stuff in them, but it's fairly organized for the most part, other than a couple bags of trash that need to be hauled off. <laughs> but my wife keeps a pretty good, for the most part, hand on that. The third bay over there, Cody, did you see that one when you come in? That's Heath Graham Bay. That's solid um, gear, hunting equipment. Every time I bows. Hey, Heath, I need to get this cord. <laughs> production equipment <laughs> 13 boxes get XLR open XLR cables <laughs> move lenses. seven blinds <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there's a ton of it's, stuff in there it's actually it's a blessing and a curse yeah but it does a really good job of portraying what my mind is like sometimes and I think that's probably common for creatives we're always creating something in our minds what could be what if scenarios and I don't necessarily think it's necessarily a bad thing um, I, won't, I don't know that I'll say it's a good thing either obviously we could all be a little more clean cleanliness would be good. Mm-hmm. My wife would agree to that. But on the flip side, where's that stuff going to go? Mm-hmm. Companies just keep sending stuff, and yeah, I've given quite a bit of it away, actually. Yeah, but I've got a. But you can go down under the house and all <laughs> that storage, and there's piles of of gear and equipment and stuff that I need to give away too. Right. So if you're listening to the podcast today, give us a review. We might give you something. <laughs> just throw that little <laughs> oh, nugget. Perfect. We might give away something because there's plenty to go. Um, but I will say. So let's think about it from a life and business perspective. I think um, the home communicates something for me. It is for us. It's a place we live. It's mm-hmm. where we do, especially if we, a lot of our work comes from home too. We have an office, but we also do a lot of work from home. So there's obviously got to be a lot of stuff here um, for that. doesn't mean it can't be organized. But I, I, don't, I don't stress about the home near as much when it comes to order as much as maybe I should. I will say that the what you see is always in, for the most part, and this is due to my wife, is always kept well. But you could go down the road with your vehicle and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, things that could hurt you if you don't think about the nonverbal side of artifacts is mm-hmm. if you're fixing to go out to lunch with somebody and you're trying to win them over. And they're riding with you. And they're riding with you. And they're dodging French fries. And I'll give you a perfect example of that. I was um, <clears throat> asked to uh, speak at a funeral for somebody that I knew pretty well. And I, so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. A very tough funeral, very tough, you know, circumstances. Go to the funeral. I go to get in the funeral director's car to ride to the funeral or to the the cemetery. And it was like a daggum filing cabinet in there. Right. And it stank. And there was stuff like. It stank. <laughs> uh, it did. It smelled so bad. There was. Is that proper grammar? Stank. Yeah. It stunk. <laughs> It stinked. <laughs> What's right? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. We're going to talk about verbal communication on the next, next podcast. Either way, it was the smell was not very pleasant. Right. And the carpet had not been vacuumed. And um, so I was, you know, I'm, I'm in this car thinking, dude, this is a big deal. What if one of their family members was in this car? And then we get to um, to the cemetery and the dude that's driving the car steps out, lights up a cigarette, and standing there watching him drive in, smoking a cig. I don't have a problem with somebody smoking, but that's probably not the best right. nonverbal communication in that moment. You know what I mean? Right. And so I think, you know, like you said, you know what 
your well, space. Here's, here's here's how I look at that, and it's not and it's not an effort to like for, let's use the smoker for example. This is not an effort to try to judge somebody or tell them they don't need to smoke. Correct. That's up to them. But there's a time and a place for for everything. That may not be the place, is what you're saying. Right. I think about like I'm using the vehicles for example. Like what we're on this vehicle kick right now. It's it's not a matter of one. It's a matter of respect the people that you're around. But if you're trying to win somebody over for something, I don't know about a funeral, that may be a different case scenario. But if, if you're a salesman or you're taking somebody to dinner that you're needing to win over in time, then you could really hurt yourself from a nonverbal standpoint if your vehicle is an absolute garbage can. Right. Like if it is literally, I've been in some and I'm like, man, I thought I was bad. And then I've been in others where I'm like, it's just a sense of comfort getting in a vehicle. Like right now, mine's detailed to the hill. It's getting ready for a road trip to Texas. It's it's because I don't want our crew going down there. Well, you're flying, aren't you? Yeah. But it's because I don't want our crew getting into slop to go ride 11 hours because it's just not that comfortable to ride. If there's a roach crawls out while you're in hour four <laughs> of that trip. <laughs> What's the next? You're going to be like, it? Heath, you nasty sucker, dude. <laughs> like, get your life together. Yeah. You know? Um and so that's all. That's all. Only reason we mention that is because it does communicate something about you. Yeah. Um, it communicates something about your respect for the people that you're allowing to be in your car. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in some scenarios where I've had needed to take somebody somewhere, and I just hinted around it. Like, ah, my car's full of stuff. Let's take yours. Yeah. But it was because, because I respect. Knew. I re- well, I respected yeah. them, and I didn't want to put them in an awkward situation yeah. if I knew my rig was completely destroyed. You know. Um, so artifacts are a big deal. Anything else on that? We could talk about that for a long oh, time. For a long time. It's just something worth considering um, is your space. Well, there- why don't we go practical? Why don't we give people some like things that they can do to help with nonverbals? Kind of wrap it. All right. You're trying to keep us in that 21-minute time frame? Well, we're already past it. Oh, so I'm trying to-, to keep us within the 30. All right. Here we go, Cody Berry. <laughs> Practical things to get better. I got three of them, or we got three of them. We kind of come up with these together. And I just jotted down uh, the first one was things that I've done in the past to, and I and I don't like doing this one, but I have done it, and we do it. We're doing it right now, actually. We'll go back and listen to this. It's basically to film or record yourself. Um, now, film from a nonverbal standpoint would obviously be covering that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be kind of silly to record your nonverbal. Mm-hmm. On a microphone. Right. Kind of like, <laughs> like we're talking about a nonverbal. Like a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so so from a nonverbal standpoint, this is something simple can do. We Most everybody has smartphones now. Mm-hmm. Try this. Next time you're in a conversation or whatever, maybe you're on the phone with whoever, your boss or your wife or your spouse, just record yourself talking mm-hmm. and see what your nonverbals are communicating. Yeah. There may be a chance if you're seasoned in this that it's not a big deal. Because you automatically change if you're in front of people because you're recognizing it, you know. Yeah. Um, but it is a way that you can get better. I was listening to, uh, it's been several months ago, I was listening to an interview with Kobe Bryant. And they were talking about, he was talking about how every time they lost, he went back and evaluated film. He said he didn't even hardly watch the highlights unless he just caught them on Center or something. Mm-hmm. But they asked him why. And he said, because I knew if we lost, there was reasons for it. And I had to figure out how I could get better so that I could be successful down the road. And the way he did that was by watching film. And it's no different in our own lives. It's on a whole different scale, obviously. It's not related to sports. But it is a way that we can learn what we're communicating so that we're aware of it, number Mm -hmm. one. And so that, number two, we can make a change moving forward. It's just a simple way. Anything else on that? Well, I think... um practicing your nonverbal communication or 
knowing what you do will also help you in situations where it is um, like when, when you're on the phone. Cause like my wife will tell me sometimes I'll answer the phone and I sound like I'm, I'm sad. Right. You know? Well, I'm just driving down the road. But if I'm, if I know that I do that when I'm on the phone on the road, then it's easy for me to, when, when you call or somebody, one of our clients calls for me to, uh, I know I need to be a little more, uh, inter- you need inter- to perk up a I little bit. I need to perk up a little bit. You need to have a little more happiness coming yeah. through the phone. Yeah. And I think it matters because what people the the tone and all that stuff it really pays you know yeah it really connects with your nonverbal communication you know if you're excited in your actions then your your voice and inflection is going to come out that way too so if you video yourself or go back to your high school speech class say it <laughs> do it look at watch yourself in a mirror while you're talking on the phone you yeah. know like anything you can do to see how you're um, communicating nonverbally anytime is going to benefit you so practice i mean it sounds weird but practice you know nonverbal communication yeah well i think it, i mean it, it comes down to detail you know i think that's one way you can do it i think the other way you can do it and i didn't write this one down but it goes along with it is ask people mm-hmm. you know find people you're close to and <laughs> yeah and just, I, mean, I may ask you i'm like oh, does my nonverbal communication suck yeah you know and i may it, i'm not it, saying yeah it does i'm just oh saying. you aren't <laughs> Thanks, no, I'm just saying, yeah. Well, but but my deal is, I would want to know if it did. I, like I have this, we have a good friend, both of us in common, Mark, here locally. And I was getting ready to speak one time. This was two years ago. This is where I appreciate people that are being willing to tell you the truth. I was getting ready to go on stage, and I went up and spoke, and we had an awesome time. And a guy came up to Mark after service, and he said, "Man, he said I thought that dude was going to be really cocky and stuck up. Never met the guy in my life. I just walked by, and." Uh, and he said, after I heard him speak, he said, man, he said, I think I could get to hang out with that dude. Huh. He said, I think we'd get along good. And and so Mark came and told me that. And I was like, like never knew it. Yeah. I had no idea. You don't know what you don't All know. All nonverbal. You know, just what, I don't know if I was focused on getting to stay in yeah. what I was going to talk about or what the case was. But evidently I walked by and, and came off with an arrogance nonverbally that I didn't even realize. And so now I really, in that environment, try to do a really good job of paying attention in people and just yeah. they can hear my nonverbal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it allowed me to make a change. I'm not perfect at it yet. Sure. Um, but it's something I can work on. All right. Number two. Um, this was yours, actually. Know your environment before you show up. What do you mean by that? Well, I think you have to know where you're going to go to communicate. We have a friend who went into a pretty big meeting, and um, he called called us, called another guy. What should I wear? Why did he want to know? Not because he's some, you know, like diva or anything like that, but he wanted to communicate um, non-verbally with his clothing. Right. You know, he wanted to prepare for, the, you know, the environment, you know, and so he didn't want to show up in the flip-flops and shorts. He wanted to show up in the proper attire for that environment. So I think that's what it means. Know the environment. If you're going to a business meeting, you need to dress for the business meeting. If you're going to go talk with CEOs, then you need to dress appropriately. You know, yeah. you, you need to know the environment that you're going to be in. Yeah. If we're going to talk with future interns in the creative field, we're wearing flip-flops. Right. And Absolutely. headbands. Yeah. Well, and the, the other you side You wear is, a headband? Um, if I had I want hair so bad, <laughs> but uh, it's too thin, so I There's don't know. There's no hair. So we wrote, down, we wrote down the who, what, how. Yeah. So what, what is the setting? Yeah. And I think this is important because we're talking about going to meetings with CEOs. If you're going to a baseball game with a CEO, you're probably not going to wear a suit. Yeah. You know, you got to know the setting. It changes, so you have to adjust to that. Yeah. I think you have to look at it from this standpoint is 
whoever you're going to be with and you think about the environment, what is it you want them to feel or think about you when you're gone? Like after the, after the meeting's over, is it, is it this casual? Cause flip flops might, will communicate that it would get, probably does communicate that about me and you right now that we're, that we are pretty laid back and chill. Um, and that's probably okay at a baseball game, you know, but if you're going into a meeting to try to win someone over with your business, I'm probably not going to roll in there and flip flop. So my deal is I want to look at what do I want them to, to, to leave with when this meeting's over mm-hmm. as far as feeling about it. And nonverbal plays does definitely plays a role in that. Yeah. Um, so the who, what, how, who you're meeting with, what type of setting you're going to, how are you going to dress? You could go into a whole other podcast oh, on yeah. dress and colors and what they represent. Yeah. And there are people that do that. Yeah. And the people that I know that do that, which is not a ton, um, but they are very successful um, because they pay attention to detail. Mm-hmm. And the last one we have wrote down, this is number three, is learn to read people. It would be easy to get this one com- confused with, I'm trying to manipulate the conversation, but that's not what it is at all. You're trying to read people so that you can help them understand what you're saying better. From a nonverbal standpoint. Absolutely. Learning to read people nonverbally so that you can properly respond. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, we get to speak a lot to groups of people, and um, you have to do that when you're on a stage in front of people. You have to watch their nonverbal communication. If they're getting what you're saying, you know, Yeah. and you can it's tell awesome. it, you keep going. But if they're they're twiddling their thumbs or they're snoring or, you know what I mean? You got to Oh, I'll call them out. <laughs> well, I mean, I would too, but <laughs> you got, ch- you, you know what I'm saying? You got to be willing to change your communication to match what, um, what needs to be said based on the feedback you're getting from them nonverbally. Yeah. You know, if you're talking and somebody starts, they pick up their phone and you can tell they're scrolling through Facebook. Obviously what you're saying is not yeah. connecting with them. So you need to change. Yeah. So you have to, and you have to, the only way you can do that is to learn to pay attention to those things, you know, learn to read the people that you're communicating to so that you can communicate more effectively. Yeah. And be able to respond. I think that's what separates. I've had this conversation with a lot of people, but people that are really successful, um, especially in the realm of sales is being able to respond to any situation, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so that could go to a whole nother level past nonverbal, but we're talking about nonverbal right now. And so being able to respond to what you're seeing um, off of the person you're trying to communicate to is very important to the success of whatever you're trying to do. So three really practical things right there. I'll follow up with them again. Film, record yourself. I know it's painful. Nobody likes watching themselves, especially at first. Like I don't mind it too bad now, but I, I can remember on but multiple levels, one being <laughs> one on the television side of things, two on the, on the podcast side of things. Yeah. And then obviously when we communicate public speaking, a lot of times watching it back, I'm like, oh. Yeah. But it helps you get better. So that's one simple thing you can do, even as simple as using just your smartphone. Knowing your environment before you show up, who, what, how, who you're meeting with, what type of setting are you going to, um, how appropriate dress. I want to throw something in here we didn't mention a while ago. I think this is important in authenticity and just integrity with who you are is not taking that one too far one way or another. Oh, yeah. Dressing appropriately, but still being who you are. Yeah. Like if I roll up into a meeting with a three piece suit on with a CEO, it is not me at all. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. It would be hilarious. I could see you wearing one of those long suit coats, like a white one. A white one, <laughs> like 
That'd be like a combination of Miami Vice and a duster. That's hilarious. <laughs> if you wore a white suit, I would expect you to leave the mustache, shave the beard. That's yeah, it. <laughs> but I, but what? And I've seen people do that though, where they will dress, and I'm like, there's no way that's you, right? And it'll cause you not not necessarily non-verbally, but you'll start communicating from a an inauthentic place. Yeah, you know, not being who you are. So that's important um, to be who you are. You see it a lot of times in culture, even with with hairstyles and people trying to be modern or you see it in older people a mm-hmm. lot they're trying to to keep up with the 21 year olds and yeah. the mohawks and you're like dude you're past all that yeah like quit trying to be that guy you're almost 40 yeah yeah <laughs> and so uh, when it comes to success that's important the last one was learning to read people and based on non-verbals knowing how to respond to what you're seeing non-verbally yeah. i think those are three really really practical things we can do and hopefully get better absolutely i mean even if you're running a power washing business these things are important absolutely i was i told you before we started that i'd read about the first presidential debate that was televised and a lot of people think man nonverbal doesn't matter you know i'm just gonna be me whatever yeah but i was telling you about the first presidential debate that was televised prior to it there was um news coverage through newspaper and radio and on the first one it was kennedy and nixon the people who listened to it um said nixon won the people who viewed it said kennedy won by a landslide and it all had to do with the nonverbal communication wow and so i think you know it's it's easy to to not pay attention to that stuff but it really really does matter in every oh, I do every too. situation I, I totally agree i think it's so easy and that's why you don't hear a lot talked about this it's so easy to overlook this and not think about it but i really believe that what separates a lot of people from just being average to being really successful is little stuff like this paying attention to detail mm-hmm. thinking about stuff before you go off into an environment how you're going to dress how you're going to act what your facial expressions are going to be like, you yeah. know? And so it's uh, it's much easier to get along and do life with people with people that at least look happy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Everybody listening to this podcast right now can immediately think of somebody that's just always got that look on their face. Yeah. You know, you're like, uh-huh. I don't want to be around now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, just, just if you can't think of nobody, it might be you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of truth in that, man. Nonverbals are important, and... I know I'm going to take some of this stuff. I think about this stuff quite a bit, but yeah. even now I'm going to think about it even more. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I might need to go work on the garage when we get done with this. <laughs> Film you know, yourself doing uh, it. <laughs> that might be kind of funny. Oh, yeah, that's going to look ugly. <laughs> but Anything else on this, Cody? No, man, I think it's been an interesting conversation. Are we going to do a part three of this, or are we going to move God, on to something else? We could. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Why don't we give it some thought, and if somebody has a – um, you know, they're interested in something about communication. Maybe they can email us or. Yeah, do that for sure. Feedback at Tour 12, or you can hit me or Cody up on, on Instagram. We're pretty easy to find on there. Shoot us a DM. And we've actually had quite a few. It's interesting. The more the podcast grows, the more people are wanting us to look at stuff and watch stuff and yeah. give well, them the, some feedback. And, the goal is for, for yeah. to add value to people's lives. And if there's something specific, you know, like that they would want to know about from a leadership perspective or a fitness perspective or just whatever you know i mean yeah hit it up and we'll be sure to mix it in the conversation for sure and at least from i can tell you this we don't know it all by any means we have had a lot of experience and had some success and anything that we can pass on we sure want to do that so 
Man, it's been good, Cody. I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I kind of liked having you on this leadership podcast. It's fun. It's a lot more fun than listening to myself ramble. <laughs> I don't know how you do it by yourself. I would, have, I would struggle. I think it comes from just public speaking background because yeah. it's not as, it's just what we've always done. Yeah. You know, you're always teaching or almost like a teacher's background. They're yeah. doing most of the talking. And uh, it's okay from time to time, but I definitely like this route a lot better. I like it. Let's do it again. A whole lot more fun. So. Anyway, I hope this helps nonverbals today. Hope it's something you can evaluate and help you in your life and in your business. Until next time, I am Jay Heath Graham along with my man, Mr. Cody, the producer man. Peace <laughs> out and God bless. Thank you so much for joining us for the leadership sessions of the Tour 12 podcast. Our goal is to help you live your passion in business, leadership, and life. And we would love to hear how these conversations are impacting you. If you want to share your story or give us feedback, hit us up on Instagram or email us at feedback at tour12.com. As always, it would mean a lot to our team if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and invite your friends to join us in living their passion.